Good afternoon. Welcome to the Captain's Corner. <coughs> Cold and rainy as I look out my window. All of the snow, it looks like, yeah, all of the snow has been melted in the last few days. <coughs> Hopefully that's the end of it. It's going to be crazy weather, the old March weather. Yesterday on the uh, some of the talk shows, the Sunday talk shows, I noticed that the um, the deaths for the the deaths for the uh, COVID nineteen was up past six million dollars, and nobody's held been held accountable. Nobody has gone after China anymore since we talked earlier. And every day that we do a podcast, we go and kind of remind people about it how nobody's done anything and nobody's doing anything. And then they always tell you, well, no, things are being done. No, things aren't being done. Those are all lies. They just totally forgot about it. They let them off the hook. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something. China's right around the corner. After this fiasco that's been going on in the Ukraine, they're going to be right around the corner and there'll be another challenge right in our doorstep. This one's going to be a little bit different. Amazing how you knew seven months ago, eight months ago, when I heard people on the talk show claim that they knew things nine months nine months ago and they knew exactly what was going to happen and they never got any any kind of any more weapons into the Ukraine that they could have used including the planes yeah before the thing ever got started and it could have been a deterrent too also if in fact that they knew that they were armed with all of these weapons <coughs> including planes too they made a rethought this out but because they weren't and they didn't have it, uh, they, they went on the onslaught that the uh, so-called Americans, uh, Joe Biden and his uh, his administration said that they were warning people right along seven months ago what was going to happen. And they said how he was doing this and he was lining up people on the board. Yeah, well, we all saw that part of it. But you claim that you knew about it even months before that. But yet you did nothing. Yeah, you did nothing. You did nothing to deter them. You know, talking about those couple of sanctions that you may have done earlier on, and it, did, it, did, it didn't do anything. Yeah, it did absolutely nothing. Our borders are, you don't even hear anybody talk about them. The regular stations outside of the, the one or two cable stations that would talk about and show pictures of the uh, our border every day with the, the people crossing over and the drugs and the cartels and stuff. But I, I watch some of the uh, national TV news and don't even mention it. Don't even mention it. So there, there has been no change there. Like I say, this is a this is a uh, one-sided uh, um, per, uh, problem for everybody in, in this administration. They can only do one thing at a time. That's all they do, and then they rely on their press secretary to get them off the hook and, and out of trouble that they've been in for some of the things they said and some of the things they they've done. Uh, supposedly this uh, vice president was traveling to Poland today, but there was a stop in Alabama, and then she was going to go on to Poland. She made a statement yesterday. Uh, you, you think she was talking to little kids. This is a big country, and then there's a little country, and the little big country is surrounded by it. I, I, I just amazed. I mean, you, uh, people were actually laughing. I mean, this is the person you're sending to Poland to do what? Yeah, to do what? To ease the pain of the people that are, are coming through their borders and stuff? You should have an idea what that's like. They're, they're pouring it in the borders of, of your country, too. But you never knew what to do anyway, so it didn't make any difference. The Keystone Pipeline, <laughs> they're talking like it's, it, it would mean absolutely nothing, so that, that's why he's really not starting it up. 
Uh, they they have 9,000 permits supposedly for companies that could drill, but they don't tell you that the companies don't drill because they don't trust the United States. And you would start putting money into in, into the drilling and stuff, and then they would stop everything. So you know, people aren't dumb. People, especially people with money, they're not stupid. You know, you think everybody in in your administration fools somebody. And this climate that you're always talking about and this green space that you're always talking about and these electric cars and this wind. And, and uh, it, it just, it, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where you people live. I really don't. And when is it going to stop? And I, and I don't know why it doesn't stop and can't stop if there's something that's so wrong. Why can't the country turn it around? Yeah, well, well it's a democracy that you live in and you just can't do it. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. If you had the right people out there and squawking enough and, and really uh, organizing some of the protests like they always organize their protests and stuff, yeah, you would be able to do stuff, yeah. So they don't they don't want to be independent by the looks of things. I mean, they're trying to buy oil and stuff. They, they continue to buy the oil from uh, from uh, Russia. You know, and like I say, you're in the middle of a, of a war with them, you know, trying to sanction them, and yet you keep purchasing oil that c keeps them going. In, in their war. So it's hard to believe. And then you're dealing with the, the Venezuelan, the other dictator, and then Iran and, and the uh, the United Arab countries trying to get them to produce more oil, and they don't want anything to do with you. So it's, it's just why you don't do this. You know, someday you're going to have to answer this. Here. Oh, by the way, uh, yesterday, during everything, Saturday and Sunday, he's back in Delaware again anyway. I, I never saw a president. I, I guess it's a five-day-a-week job, I guess. And at the end of uh, Friday, you, you go home. You, you go you go live with your family and stuff. It's another thing that he gets away with. Oh, no, no, he's, he's kind of in constant touch with uh, with his staff and stuff. Yeah, sure he is. So who's in touch with his staff? Nobody knows where his staff is. His, his, his energy secretary, I mean, there's another moron. you got to listen to this lady talk and, and try to explain. All she does is laugh, too. So she she fits right in with the vice president, yeah. And, and every day, you know, we, we have the same people. Nobody gets fired. Nobody gets fired. You don't have to worry about your job in this administration. And it's, they they are terrible. They really are terrible. So, inflation continues to go up. Prices are skyrocketing. I paid four dollars and twenty cents for gas the other day. And and I don't believe it. I really don't believe it. It's and it's good. it could go up more than than it is right now. But they, I guess he doesn't seem to be worried about. It. You know, the Americans are used to things like no, we're not, no, we're not, because everything else has gone up too. So you're gonna pay. Yeah, you know, you're you're gonna pay, or you're all gonna pay sooner or later. Crime. You didn't hear anybody mention crime outside of. Uh, there was one station that was on there that I was listening to that um, that. Uh, they were they were talking about crime, but they, they didn't spend much time on it. You know, typical city, Chicago, the shootings in Chicago, and then there were other places. And then and then the police were targeted in that particular thing also. So and that hasn't gone away. And again, I, I don't I don't know what to say. I, maybe maybe you don't need any news anymore. You don't need to really know what's going on. You know, everybody's got their phones anyway, and they they get the different phones and the different bits and pieces of of everything that goes on. And, and like I say, you you're, you're at their mercy. You know, you don't know who's telling the truth and who's telling you um, the, the the lies and stuff that go on. I I, I just I, I don't trust anybody anymore, which is a sad part. It's, it's borders on paranoia for sure. 
Afghanistan, you know, it's like our border, you know, forget about it, you know, they, they don't even talk about it. The only way they use it is they tell you that Russia became so aggressive and these other countries became so aggressive because of the mess that we left in Afghanistan and how we left and how weak we, we, we appeared to the rest of the world. And that's just why that, 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 that some of these things are happening. Talk about all the equipment and all this other stuff. See, they, they throw on equipment and billions of dollars like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. They, they send, send them $100 million, send them $500 million. You know, that's all they ever do. They throw money at whatever they think it is. But in a case like this here, I mean, this was equipment, new equipment too. And you let it all go to waste. You left it all there for the Taliban and the terrorists. Because you'll, you'll be dealing with them so shortly too. What do you think? Everybody's taking a rest because of the Ukraine and, and the Russia war that's going on? No, no, no. The only ones taking a rest is this administration. That's all they're concentrating on. So, all right. When we come back and we continue uh, to identify the things that are going on, and and we don't want people to forget about them, you know, because this is this is an everyday occurrence, and uh, as far as the trouble goes, and we're going to keep identifying it until something starts to happen somewhere along the line. And we'll see what happens. Now, I think we're in day 11 of the um, of the war. I think it's 11, maybe 12. And it's hard to keep track because it is, they're carbon copies now. The bombings every night and all day long, the slaughters of men, women, and children. I saw a, um, a, a very, very disturbing picture on, on TV with minutes ago. And it was about a whole family that was just killed and laying on the sidewalk, women and children just just laying there dead, from 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 a bomb blast. Uh, and this is what's going on. People are trying to get out of there, and his soldiers are slaughtering them. So and, and it's got to be his soul, his regular army soldiers. It can't be that 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 group that he sent there that really didn't know where they were going, and they really weren't trained Russian soldiers. And, and everything they're doing is is with t torpedoes and guns and stuff. Uh, I, I guess there there is some skirmishes on the ground and where the Ukrainians are able to p push them back and stuff. But like the guy said on TV, he says, you know, you blow up one tank and then another one comes and then another one comes. They just keep coming and coming. Uh, let me tell you something. Russia's lucky that they don't have an army in there that knows what the heck is going on and has some equipment because. Uh, by now, you'd be in trouble. Your caravan's been sitting idly by for, um, I don't know how many days, maybe six, seven days now. You haven't moved, and nobody seems to know what your plan of attack is and why you haven't moved. What, what are you doing? There's got to be a plan. There's got. You, I can't believe you would leave your, your army exposed like you have. So you've got to know that, that the, the, um, the Ukrainians can't do much damage, although they say they have been you know, cherry-picking them and, and taking them out here and there. But, I mean, there's, there, there, there were 40 miles long of trucks and stuff. And if you had a, an Air Force, uh, they would be licking their chops right now because in a matter of hours, they'd have wiped them all out. They would have wiped them all out, depending on how many there were there. They really, really, really could have put a dent in their uh, their artilleries and, and, and their equipment and, 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 their, and their men, too. But again, you don't have the ability to do that. Right now, I, I, I'm willing to bet as vicious as this guy is, and, and and I thought by now that we somehow or another would have given him a way out. But I guess we chose 
Uh, we chose not to. And we're not the people, I guess, that could have figured it out, how, in fact, to get him out of there, knowing how fanatical he is. So now they're basing everything on now war crimes. But uh, if the investigations are anything like the investigations that we do, you, you may see something four or five years from now that he would be guilty. And he'd probably be long gone anyway. But the, that seems to be kind of like what they're waiting for to get rid of him. And there's, I, I, I said uh, a number of times now that there is a, um, uh, there, there is a, a price on the Walensky's head to assassinate him. And he, there, there's been three attempts already. So they put a price on your head. The Ukrainians should put a price on Putin's head. No big deal. It's nothing. It's president to president. So you can't say, well, wait a minute. He's a president of a country. Well, so is Walensky. So is Walensky. And you and you put a uh, a mark out on him. So do the same thing to you. You know, it's put a, put a contract out on, on Putin. You probably could never get near the guy, but and I think if any dig does come, it's going to come from within, deep within. Uh, but if his party people, I, I watched a, a film of him at one of his meetings, and there was a woman off to the side of him. My God, she looked just like him. And they had that stern look on her face like, you know, whatever he's telling you is true. And then we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. And if anybody else gets involved, and if there is uh, no-fly zone and they would do this, and then they're going to they're gonna start the war. Uh, the, the war is, gonna, is going to get extended now into other countries. I, I'm waiting for him because I keep hearing about all this equipment that's being delivered or dropped off someplace in Ukraine, but they really can't get at it yet. So I, I don't know that they must be blocking at certain places, but if it does start to get through and they do any they do any kind of damage against his, his soldiers and stuff, he, it's not going to take him long to declare war on any country that's bringing anything into Ukraine because it's, you know, common sense would say, you know, you, you, I'm allowing you to bring stuff in and you're bringing stuff in to kill my men and stuff. Even though it makes no difference, you're you're a war criminal, so so people shouldn't give a shit about you, and they don't. Yeah, they don't. But I mean, that's what the claim would be, and it would make sense too. You know, I, if I, if I'm a war and I'm a war general, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you from from you know putting any kind of uh, equipment in there that could damage my my, my countrymen. So and I don't know why he hasn't done that. So there, there I mean, there's different things that they're doing that that kind of make no sense to me. You know, in in the war too, and why hasn't he really come all out with this? Every day I hear the same thing. It could be any day now. It it's, could be today. Could be tomorrow. And so this is this is like uh, last week. I heard every day it was the same thing. Tonight could be the night they're moving in. They got the city surrounded. Well, then the next day the caravan hasn't moved. Uh, it has the convoy hasn't moved. Hasn't gone anyplace. So who's surrounding the city? What city are they talking about? What people are they talking about? And what's taking them so long for the army as big as they are? They should have been able to just walk in there and just run right over them because they outnumber the armies. I think somebody said six to one, seven to one, something like that. So it, it would be, if it, you know, once you really unleashed it, it would be all over. And you, you do have the firepower in the air is what you're doing every night and stuff. But uh, again, you know, your, your, your targets are... are are just that they're targets, and and you can really do whatever you want to do with the airplanes and stuff. So really, why haven't you done it? I mean, you you've created so much damage, and it's, you look at the country now; it's it's, it's rubble. 
You know, it's, it's, it's just what it looks like. It looks like a third world country, all, uh, all broken concrete all over the place. And uh, it's just, just nuts, just crazy. So, but that's war. That's what war looks like, you know, the, the noise, the sounds, the damage, the crying, um, the, 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 the bombs going off and stuff. So it's, it's uh, I don't know. I get, you get tired of watching and you're hearing the same in the interviews too, those, those poor people, you know, those poor people. This is what they got to live, those poor children. And now they've gone and they, they've been dropped off by their, their fathers, grandfathers, whatever, and then they've got to return back to the Ukraine to fight anybody under 60 years old or 18 to 60 is, is, is told to turn back and after you drop off your family. Now, they, they have to know and they're my, if they ever ever going to see their family or their fathers again, you know, just you know, that's the spoils of war. You know, if you ever could see them, they could get killed at any time. And if the war were to end tomorrow and stuff, and okay, now you'd have to go back and look for them and, and to find out where you used to live and find out that it's not there anymore and your country is just dilapidated, and, and you know, it would take forever now to. To bring it back, well, the United States got that part. I'll figure it out. We'll we'll just pour money into it like we always do. Like I say, and, and, and to me, it's uh, I, uh, that guy there. I, I don't know how he sleeps at night. You know, claiming what he claims and and knowing what little he does in fact know, but that that whole administration for whoever is calling the shots, it's it's awful. It really is awful. Nikki Haley and Condoleezza Wright, you know, they've dealt with the, the Russians and they've dealt with Putin, and they kind of know, and they stated early on, Condoleezza did, that um, this is not the same guy. This is not the same guy. Okay, well, then you, you've, got to, you've, you've got to fear him not only for what he's doing in the Ukraine, but what he, what he might do and could do in the future. You know, he has nuclear power, but so do we have nuclear power. And I don't know what other, I believe, I, I think, I'm, I'm not sure, Germany, France, uh, I, I want to say they do, are they Are they the powers, or is it just Russia, China, us, uh, North Korea, I, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm really not sure. But I mean, he's threatening the world with uh, with the nuclear problems, and he's he's guarding the nuclear plants that he overtook in, in, in Ukraine. And he's using it as a weapon for what? To, who, are you, who are you threatening? Who are you challenging? You know, we have nuclear power too. But they, see, they know that, that, that we have Timid Tom uh, that's running our country. And, you know, he wouldn't know what to do. He, like I say, again, he is not the guy. He, he, you could see that some of these generals, how frustrated they are when they come on these here shows and how disappointed they are with just the way the war has gone and just uh, what he's done up until this point. Because he hasn't done much of anything. Yeah, he hasn't done much of anything. But we'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and continue to watch and see. Uh, uh, the, more I, the, the more the war goes on, the more damage they do, the more devastation there is. And, uh, you know, how much more could this country take, these poor people? You know, and he's asking them to continue to fight. And, yeah, they're going to continue to fight. And it's it's it could... It it could have by now been a lost cause, but it, it's not really looking like that. But uh, I would have to say, you know, but you know, the numbers you, that are coming out of there on both sides, you can't believe them either. 
So you really don't know, you know, how bad things are or, or what really is going on as far as the, um, the casualties on both sides. I would have to believe they're very high on both sides, on, on both sides. I, I'm just, uh, I just find it so hard to believe that soldiers, soldiers in any army could just, just take out families, women and children and the elderly, babies. I, I, I just, I, I can't wrap my head around that. You know, if, if anything would drag you into a war, you know, and had to come after the bully, it would be something like that. And this is a, every day this is now. It didn't just happen once. It's happening every day what he's targeting and who he's targeting. And, you, you know, you think people now would be more outraged than they were. They're, they are, but they're becoming numb to everything. You know, I, I, I watch it, I watch it, and, you know, I try to make a decision. Is it the right decision, you know, not to get involved, or is it the right decision to, to take a good stand and, st and, and try to scare the shit out of him? You know, if you're going to do this, if you don't stop this and cease fire now and give these people a chance to get out of their country and, and to bring supplies and medical supplies and food. But I'm, I'm wondering how he's getting his supplies in. If that convoy has been, been stopped for so long and they said they had no fuel and they had no food, so how are they getting food? How are they surviving? Because they have to run their trucks every night because it's, it's, it's wintertime. And it's cold, so how are they surviving? How are they getting stuff in? So, and again, the the, the ceasefire would, would serve both sides. You know, they can bring stuff in too. But as, as soon as they tell you there's a ceasefire, within minutes they're, they're, they're already firing again. And again, they're targeting the, 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 the people, the population. They can do them the, 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 the least amount of harm. You know, like women and children, it's... it's it's got to stop. It's got to stop. I said before, early on, days ago, many days ago, give him a way to get out of there. Said, I don't care what you have to do. Make him a hero, but somehow or another, talk him into getting out of there. Let him come out of there and save face. But it went on and on, and things got worse and worse, and then you believe, well, there's no way he's going to come out. So then I says, well, then you know what? He's got to come out from some. You've got to infiltrate his army. And you, you've got to see just where the strength is in this army and, and what they do believe. They do believe that whatever he's doing is right for Russia. You know, it's, and that would be hard to believe. But these, these guys are losing their lives, too. And, and they don't even account for their dead. They, they, just, they, they say they bury them and burn them. So they're not even accounted for. So you, you back home in Russia, your, your families and wives and mothers and stuff, they, they don't even know if, in fact, you're alive and where you are. And that's another thing that's, that's hard to believe with, with Russia. Are they, are they that ruthless? He's that ruthless, and the KGB were that ruthless. But, I mean, as far as the, the, the Russian people, and there were many Russians, maybe 8 million or so, that were living in, uh, in the Ukraine. And the Ukraine has anywhere from, from 30 million to 46 million people in the country. You know, every day it changes, and it keeps going up and up. But that's another thing, you know, and many of them were, were Russian. And for, for a number of years, 20, 30 years, they lived, you know, peacefully. And, and even now when this, this attack started, it, uh, nothing provoked them, nothing. You know, it all had to do with NATO. He didn't want them to get into NATO and whatever. And there was no way they were ever going to get into NATO anyway. So it, it, that was hard to figure out, that part. 
like I say, it was just he just thought he was going to go in. Did he think that it was going to be a cakewalk? He was just going to be able to walk in, and they were going to surrender. I find that hard to believe too, because it wouldn't have taken much. You know, he'd have gone in there for a couple of days, and it didn't work out. You know what? Then get out of there. Get the heck out of there. But th did he do that? No, he didn't do that. He just continued to go on. He continued to bomb. But there, there's still this still isn't you know the what they do have had have in reserve. The convoy, to me, I, I, I find it very interesting that it's just sitting there for all these days, and for all these days. And you know, where, is the, where, is their, where is their food and ammunition and, uh, and, and uh, fuel coming from, and food? You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't, something just doesn't ring right to me. You know, they've been surrounding the city for days now. Yeah, for days they've been marching over here. They've ta they have taken over certain places, and I guess they do in fact have a lot of the country surrounded and stuff. But that's pretty much what it's going to look like when you start to occupy it. Yeah, if they were to surrender tomorrow and sign whatever you needed and you could take it over, that's kind of what it's going to look like. That's because you're going to be fighting those people forever. They're going to become guerrilla warfare people in their country. They're not going to let you win especially now that you broke up their homes and their families and they don't know if they're ever going to see them again. They're not going to be sitting too quietly. They're going to make you pay for everything. Oh. All right, do we have any good news to end on today? Uh, I, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, well, let me run down what's coming up. Uh, I, I, I need some good news. I, and I, I'm hoping now that we're going to get the uh, the entertainer person uh, she's trying to come on. Hopefully, she said this week now. So we're going to come on and we're going to have that interview. I've got a sports interview scheduled for this week um, regarding of the um, what's happening with sports and how people are getting in all kinds of trouble and uh, they're going to be in the gambling and ambulance, uh anonymous clubs pretty soon. So we're going to try and put a little light on that and, and see how we can protect it, and especially with our younger generation. See if we can get that explained at our end. All we do know is that the government's making a zillion dollars, <laughs> and, and so are the um, the casinos in Las Vegas. So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I, I've had you know friends come up to me and tell me you know they like when you do other shows and stuff. Well, to tell you the truth, so do I. I don't mind touching on politics a little bit, but I don't like spending most of my time on it because especially on something like this, you know, but, but I just feel like, you know, I, I, I'm mad, I'm disgusted and, and I just want to blow off a little steam myself when I see things happening. And, you know, I, I it's, it's always funny how the average uh, working person seems like they could solve a heck of a lot more than our so-called intelligent politicians. Yeah. So, but all right, this is the captain signing up. God bless our troops and certainly God bless you. See ya. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to subscribe to the Captain's Corner, all one needs to do is go to the Apple Podcast or Spotify. It is 100% free and reviews are welcome. Thank you. <laughs>